Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. Listen up. We shine. to all and to all of the day. It's Amanda Seals here. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am here joined by uh, DJ Nails. How you doing, Nails? Greetings. As we start Greetings. This Good day to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You also be proud of me, too. Guess what I did this past weekend? Uh, I forgot to mention yesterday. I went and saw it's, uh, it's Midsummer's Night's Dream uh, at Columbus Alternative I School. I literally just yeah, they did a uh, they did a show, and I, I went and saw it. It was pretty cool, pretty cool. How was it? it? It was great. Brought back some memories. <laughs> Brought back some memories when I, I was in Hill Street Puck in the seventh grade production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Pretty dope. Pretty so, dope. Uh, well, I, I love that. Yeah, you went and got some culture, got some theater, you know, all that good stuff, and that's that's good. You got to do it every so often. You got to break out from like the the norm of things yeah. and take in something different. And the norm of things right now is like so consistently crazy that I feel like whenever you can, it's like you got to do it. Uh, okay, well, let's get into some Black Year News. All right, well, let's get into it, man. So, unfortunately, we got to talk about it. Another school shooting, five dead, including three children. And uh, we'll let you hear something. Well, a lot of you are probably saying exactly what this woman has to say this hour. Also, the fallout is already starting to happen. The Army has pulled a recruiting ad after Jonathan Major's arrest, too. Yes, indeed. Uh, we also got to wrap up our Women's History Month with our Black Inventor feature, They Did That. So we're going to get into spotlighting Alice H. Parker. Yeah. So we're going to start the day off a little rough, y'all, but stick around. You know, we got a lot more a lot more to share with you and a lot more good stuff, and we got to bring the laughs into the mix, but we have to always touch on what's actually going on in this nation. I really feel responsible with this platform, with this radio show, to really be able to bring y'all information and, and, and at my best doing it from a black perspective and really trying to present facts uh, whatever possible that may like kind of slip through the cracks or may get lost in the shuffle of the TikToks and whatnot. So thank y'all for joining us every day right here. And remember, you can get connected to us on social media at Seals Said It. And you can give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. cracking y'all uh we got to get into this story it is another terrible tragedy that was completely preventable and uh we got to talk about it here at the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals your your favorite comedian and common sense specialist nails let's 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 head down to tennessee and talk about what went down at this school yeah at least six people are dead after a shooting uh at covenant school which is a private christian school in nashville 
Three students, two adults, and the shooter are dead. The shooter was actually a 28-year-old female who entered through the school through the side of the door, and uh, she had two assault rifles and a pistol. Man, this is starting to get... This, I mean, this is just as American as um, uh, apple pie, but listen to what this woman said while they were doing a live shot out there setting up. This lady came up and just really went off into the cameras of Fox News. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with. All right, so uh, we're going to break away there because that reporter who was using that camera is uh, obviously setting up to do a, a live report there. But the woman said it quite succinctly. Aren't you tired of this? Yes, we are tired of this. I wanted to play that last part with the Fox News reporter trying to say that they wanted to break away because the reporter was trying to set up a camera. It's like, no, because this woman was speaking too loud. The truth. You know, everything she said, I mean, there's nothing really for us to add. Everything she said is the absolute truth. Well, you know what? Okay, what I will add is this, and I talked about this on my Instagram. What we're seeing, though, is that this continued lack of effort by lawmakers to not do anything about gun laws is really about money, okay? Mm -hmm. It's about money and the, the, the exchange of money with the NRA. And it's also about a commitment that these certain lawmakers have made in as a part of a um, covert operation. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist right now, but it really is the truth. There is a covert operation of folks that are working to make this country into a certain version. The, it's the Christian um, it's a Christian nationalist group and it's the council for, hold on, I'm going to get you the name right now. It's the national, the council for national policy. And the story is on my Instagram and it's been, it's been going around, but the council for national policy is a conglomerate of like all of these different groups that have decided that America should look a certain way. And if you're a part of that, then they pat each other on the back and they take care of each other, right? So mm. the NRA is a part of this movement to make America white and Christian. That's it. And patriarchal. That's it. And so in that, they get support. But what we're not seeing is enough challenging of them by everybody else who's not a part of that group. And I just find it maddening that for what they want, they are willing to sacrifice the lives of children. And but they'd say over and over again, we're about protecting children. And that's just not what it is. It's not what it is. And what these politicians have done and this this group, the Council for National Policy, they have successfully managed to create two groups of people, people who are afraid of whatever boogeyman they decide to tell them they should be afraid of. Like this week gets drag queens, right? Last week it was CRT. Okay. So mm -hmm. they, they just create a boogeyman and they're like, be afraid of these people. And they're like, oh yeah, we're afraid of them. And then they operate the government that, that we have seen is in power operates with such um, unwieldy, like consistency that they will make people afraid. This was completely avoidable. Facts. Uh, when we come back, 
Um, and, and I also want to point out, Nels, I think you did point this out. This was not a public school. This is a private school. Mm-hmm. This is a private school, and the shooter walked in, and it was a woman. And I told y'all, when I saw that the Asian men were committing these mass shootings during uh, Chinese New Year, now it's like everybody's getting in on it. Because now, this is now American culture. This isn't just, like, crazy white boys. This is American culture now, and people want in. Coming up next, uh... You're just going to have to stick around because it feels crazy to talk about this on the end of that. So just stick around and see what I'm going to talk about when we get back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's cracking, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Want to remind all of you all that you can go to amandaseals.com and check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, which is uh, side effects of girl group dynamics with Candy Barres. You know, Candy's been in the press a lot for the last week and being in the press a lot can really be very pressing. But I know that this one right here, this man right here, I know him being in the press the way it is right now is a whole different experience than it has been for the past two months. Cause we've been seeing him everywhere, yep. right? We've been seeing him everywhere. And now it was just like, Reverse Uno card, quick. Yeah, everyone with his cup. And we're seeing this fallout from Jonathan Major's arrest, man. The U.S. Army, they had this recruiting commercial that stars him to help them, like, basically connect with the youth in recruitment. But they pulled the the advertisement because these assault allegations. And the spokesperson for the Army said that they're deeply concerned about the allegations and Major's is innocent until proven guilty. But they're pulling the ads until the investigation is complete. Like, they still pull the ad, even though they say he's innocent until proven guilty. Why did he do an ad for the army anyway? <laughs> That's just my own side note. Why you did an ad for the army anyway? Like you already know the army be like disproportionately uh, recruiting our folks and not supporting them and, you know, sending them over there and not even treating line. them fairly, et cetera. So like, why, why, why would you even do that? <laughs> but you know what? Maybe he was in the army. Maybe his father, maybe his family was in the army. Maybe there's a legacy thing here. Cause I was like, huh? Nonetheless, he is innocent and proven until proven guilty. And apparently the, the woman who made these claims has recanted the claims. So I'm not really sure at this point what the facts are because it seems like it's a little bit all over the place. And it also feels like it's a flurry, right? Like it's like there was like a trickle that came out and then everyone just scrambles and tries to grab the ball because they want to be the first on the story. And when that happens, you're never going to get the real truth or the real facts because you're getting sloppy um, journalism and I'm using the term journalism very loose because you're just getting folks trying to grasp at whatever straws they can. You start seeing people doing this thing that I hate, which is these clickbait articles that look like it's going to give you information when it's really just going to give you opinion. And I don't like seeing those ones because I feel like a lot of folks may not be able to discern the difference. Mm-hmm. And then they run off with that and repeat it. Nonetheless, we got to make sure that we keep putting the top line story, which is that he is innocent, so we do, we don't we don't know what really happened, um, and there just hasn't been enough information provided for you to even try to draw your own conclusion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair to say. And just like you said, when people just do those clickbait articles, they just go off of just a little bit, right? Just to get people to click on the story. Then they give their opinion. And then you have these, I'm not even going to call them blogs on Instagram, but these whole little celebrity gossip accounts that just share the, the information that people are sharing word of mouth. And it makes him look guilty, even though she recanted. It could be proven innocent, but also people are always going to stamp him as an abuser now because they're going to assume that what they read is accurate. Take it from somebody who has lived it. Boom. If someone writes it, someone will read it 
and then they'll repeat it. If you don't have an ethical code of yourself, then you're going to have a blog and a, and a page where you just say whatever to get clicks. And that really feels like everybody <laughs> sending some love out to Jonathan Majors. And I hope the best case scenario here is that nobody was harmed and that nobody yep. is a harmer. There's that. We will not ask you all to call in and give your opinion because you don't have enough information. All right. All right. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Taco Tuesday on the Amanda Seal Show is nails right here. We're going to step into this group chat real quick. So we talked about this yesterday. Man, black names in the dating space. This came from the TV show Love is Blind, where Kwame said that he was going to lie about his actual name because it put him in a specific area. <laughs> Has anybody ever lied to you and given you a different name on a date? 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. Let's go to the phones. Hi, Amanda. I think that... When it comes to his name and with the profession that he has, and then when he was speaking further into the conversation with Micah, you could tell that he has dealt with some controversy when it comes to his name and in his life because he was talking about how his ex didn't, um, her parents did not like accept him as who he was and as African-American or, or whatever his um, ethnicity is, because Kwame, to me, he might be African. So, um, and then with him dating out of his race a lot, he does have to have to deal with a lot of different type of controversy. So that might be why he said that what he said, because he could probably tell that Michael was white. <laughs> if you got to change your name to date the person, maybe they're not the person you should be dating. Bingo. I'm just going to say Bingo. that. <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? Like, you know, like, I just, I don't, listen, love is love. But if you got to change your name, because Micah's not like, did I, I, you know, I need to change my name to date black guys. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that. Y'all, y'all be getting putting on capes for the wrong reasons. Um, Remember, I, I said this, to, I, I literally said, if, if, if a person has something to say about what your actual name is, that says more about them than you. <laughs> that's it that's it and that's that on that give us a call 1-855-262-6328 that's 1-855-AMANDA-8 coming up next TikTok CEO was pressed on excluding black creator content we're going to talk about it plus our Big Up Let Down is coming up in the next hour it's the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Show.
It's Amanda Seals here. What's up? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, like I said for the second time. And um, we got a great show for you, man. Little DJ Nails, we got to get into some black here in news. You know, we're always going to keep y'all informed. So what do we got to tell the people about? So the TikTok CEO was pressed on excluding black creator content and Teflar. Teflar bags, all them women was carrying around. Well, they're trying to let you Teflar. I'm talking about Teflar. Wow. You are talking about Teflon. Oh, that's what I think. Don't let the girls come for you. It's Teflar. Teflar, they're letting you actually choose your price on their new line. We got to show you about this this hour. We're also going to drop into the group chat and we're going to take a poll. Which would you rather have? $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy? Now watch me. You! You have definitely spoken, and so we are going to check it out. We also have the Big Up Let Down, so make sure you stick around to find out who's going to get the Big Up, Big Up Let Down. Today, you know we always got to give props for some dopeness and blows for some whackness, all right? So make sure you stick around. We got more of the show. And if you didn't get to hear the rest of the show, you can always catch up on our daily podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And though I am not really on the TikToks like that, even though I do have a TikTok, uh, the TikTok CEO has been in the congressional hearings and being pressed. And I really appreciated this story. Yeah. So they had these congressional hearings and Rep Yvette Clark, she's a Democrat from New York. She asked the TikTok CEO about the algorithm accountability. Like they're kind of like suppressing black creators. Listen to this. For example, I was disturbed by reports that TikTok content moderation algorithm flagged words like black or black lives matter as inappropriate content. I think, um, uh, Congresswoman, I think platforms should be very transparent on what they do there and disclose a lot of information. We can get back on the specifics of what we mean by an audit, but I do agree very strongly that uh, platforms should be very transparent. And it's a commitment that we're giving to this committee and all our users that our platform will be a place of freedom of expression. We embrace all diverse points of view, all ethnic minorities. You can come and say whatever you want, as long as you don't violate the rules of safety that were put in place. He didn't answer no Well, well, she also said that basically TikTok has targeted black influencers and that uh, prevents them from being able to monetize and to get further in the algorithm as as their white counterparts, right? It actually Mm -hmm. is targeting black influencers and harming them in a number of different ways. And she said they've been flagged incorrectly. And this is, of course, not a surprise because there's racism in China and TikTok is a Chinese app. So there's that. Uh, Nonetheless, I think it was really great that Representative Yvette D. Clark brought this to the table because, of course, nine times out of ten, if black people don't bring us to the table, then we're not going to get brought to the table. And if we are, we're going to be served up on a platter. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 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 Well said. Well said. All right. Well, from black folks not getting their love on, te- on TikTok to black folks always showing love to Telfar. Let's talk about what we got going on here. Yeah. So when Telfar drops their new unisex clothing line online, Telfar Clemens, who he actually is launching a new pricing model with your help. 
you'll notice that new prices aren't even fixed, right? So basically on this new pricing uh, little thing they have on their website, the most popular pieces are actually going to be cheaper. And he's basically trying to flip the script on the fashion industry where they're charging more for the most popular items. I don't know how this is going to work, or this might be like a last ditch effort to make their products more popular again. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think they've had a decline in popularity, but I think what this does though is it creates more hubbub in the fashion world, which is, I mean, when you have so many fashion lines, you got to stand out in many ways. And they have been very consistent with their product. Like Telfar don't even be dropping all kinds of different bags. It's like the little baby mm-hmm. bag. And then there's like a bag with a circle handle. And then there's like the Telfar, uh, like tote, but they brought, you know, they drop different colors. And I think what it really is, is they continue to create exclusivity. So what this does is if the most expensive bags are going to be costing the least, then they, I wonder if it means that they will produce more of them Mm. or will they just sell out faster because exclusivity is the name of the game. So, you know, shout out, though, because Time Clemens launched this brand in uh, 2005 and as a teenager, he's been committed to affordability. And I think a lot of brands feel like you cannot be exclusive and luxury if you're not. Mm. really expensive. Uh, That's how we've been able to determine, right, if something is worth it, because it's like, oh, it's it's, like you can't tell me that Chanel needs to be that expensive. Like you can't like I know that their materials may be high quality and the way that they are constructed is high quality, but there's no reason (laughs) that it got to be all of that. Same with the Birkin bag. Cut it out. (laughs) <laughs> you got any Telfar bags? So shout out to Telfar. I got me. I got one Telfar. I got okay. One. <laughs> the, the green, the green screen mini, the green screen mini bag, and I use it a lot. It's the perfect size. It's the perfect size. It took me a minute because I'm not really, you know, because I'm not one of the ones who be like everybody got it, so I want it. So I was like, okay, if I'm gonna get a Telfie, it needs to be one that like really makes sense. And so I love my Telfar bag. <laughs> All right. And I love that it's, you know, somebody is a black designer and that he really cares about affordability. Like you love, you want to give money to that. Uh, you want to give money to that. Now, <laughs> people also want to get money, right? But there's a there's a conversation happening on the internet, and we're gonna have it right here in our group chat. Would you rather have $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy? <laughs> Soldier Boy. That's next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, let's hop in the group chat. <laughs> let's hop in the group chat. Um, all right, which would you rather have? $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy? I would actually, I would do the dinner with Soldier Boy. People forget Soldier Boy is the first true viral rapper. And this man is a marketing genius. I would like to pick his brain. I would actually do the dinner with Soldier Boy. This man got a lot of business ventures that people just ignore. They forget about. Like, this man was the first rapper with his own console. But he's also the first rapper to be turned down (laughs) for $250 when this guy was walking around asking people during spring break. Listen to this. 50 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy? Food stamps. Food stamps? What the f***? 250 food stamps. 250 food stamps? I'm going to pick the food stamps only because Soldier Boy is not nobody. I can have dinner by myself. Food stamps. The food stamps. Food stamps. I don't give a f*** about that corny ass. 250 in food stamps. Okay, I can I can really give you reasons why I feel like folks are saying this. Soldier Boy has even if even though you're right that he's had these accolades and that he's his, his business acumen, et cetera, et cetera, he don't present to me 
like somebody who one is going to actually share with you uh, <laughs> the information. And two, I feel like he's somebody who wasn't necessarily being strategic. It was just like, I'm doing this and it popped off. But I could be wrong. I could be <laughs> wrong. And three, he hasn't really presented himself as like somebody who is, I don't know, like uh, like able to teach that information, you know, because <laughs> that's listen, knowing how you did something and being able to like impart that to people. That's a whole other skill. Right. So mm -hmm. I feel like um, that's why people are like, yeah, I'm good because he'd be acting a fool. And oh. people are like, I can't trust him when we go to dinner that I'm going <laughs> to learn anything. I might just get him acting a fool and I would rather just get the 250. But he do you understand that I thought it was 250,000 in food stamps? No, oh, you thought it was 250,000? <laughs> yeah, people would sure turn did. down a dinner with him over $250 in food stamps. <laughs> well, let's see what he had to say about it. Y'all gonna never make it out the hood. It's gonna die broke. I wanna have dinner with y'all anyway. I would not have dinner with no New Jersey anyway. I would not have dinner with no crackhead look at anyway. Y'all cannot be in the same room with me. Gonna die in the hood. Y'all gonna die broke. Y'all ain't gonna never touch a million dollars. Y'all ain't gonna never touch 30 million. Y'all ain't gonna never touch a hundred K in a day. You gonna die broke. You you lived your whole life broke. You ain't, you ain't gonna never be. <laughs> a real, real upstanding member of the community right there. Real just classy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound like somebody worth having dinner with? I mean. Because <laughs> I'm going to take the 250. I'm going to take the 250 on that. Because he, nah. Why do people let people be on their phone? You know, if I'm your friend and I see you doing that, I'm taking the phone. I'm like, you know what? Let me take the phone. I'm, let me take the phone. Big Draco, that was give us one. For him. <laughs> that was embarrassing for him. Uh <laughs> And there's that. Well, what would you guys do? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. in food stamps or Soldier Boy. Will you, feel, will you feel more embarrassed to spend the food stamps or to be seen out with Soldier Boy? Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. We'll be right back with the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Let Down. And it's time for the Big Up, Big Up and the Let Down. That's what we're about to salute somebody for doing something dope and somebody's going to get the blows for doing something whack. All right. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Nails. And right here about to give somebody a salute for the Big Up is Miss Amanda Seals. Yes, yes, y'all. It is time. Today's big up, big up. goes down to New Orleans. These uh. two New Orleans teenagers have made a mathematical discovery. Shout out to the smarty pants. These two young ladies from New Orleans say they have done what math experts have claimed was impossible. They created a new proof for the 2,000-year-old Pythagorean theorem that is based on trigonometry. Now, y'all know I don't do math, but I do know that the Pythagorean theorem if I recall, isn't it A squared plus B squared equals C squared? No, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Or well, is it anyways, Y equals MX plus B? For, that might be it too. Y'all know, <laughs> I don't do the math. I don't do the math. I don't do the math. No, no, no. The Pythagorean theorem is A squared 
plus B squared equals C squared. Hey. <laughs> Look at that. I want y'all to know I played zero attention in geometry and I was reading the entire Jurassic Park series for the duration of the class. Uh, but nonetheless, these two brilliant students were very focused and they took it to trigonometry. They have outsmarted 2000 years of mathematicians. Their names are Kelsia Johnson and Nakia Jackson. They said that they've proven the famous theorem in a new way using an equation that is used in trigonometry. So what they have to do is they showed their proof at the society's semi-annual meeting at the American Mathematical Society's semi-annual meeting in Georgia. They were reportedly the only high schoolers to present, and now they have to submit it for a proof of peer review. So that's really, they have to submit the proof for peer review. So that's how this works. And if the peer review goes through, listen, what in the, uh, gosh, darn it, my brain, I can't remember things anymore. What in the goodwill hunting is going on here is we've got two geniuses. All right. So that is the now side note. I want to say that they said in an interview that the reason why they were able to do this is because they were pushed by their teachers. They were pushed by their educators to not limit themselves. And I just want to, in this moment, just shout out all of the educators out there. I know that the climate for being a teacher just goes, becomes Greek. It's, it's becoming increasingly more frustrating and more limiting and uh, I, and, and it's being disturbed. And I just wanted, I just want to shout out the educators out there who I know are still committed to really just doing the best that they can with blossoming these young people's minds. And it was great to hear these girls say that it was their educators that really pushed them and they did this. And that's huge. All right. For our let down. So a picture has been circulating of Tennessee Representative Andy Ogles, who, by the way, is the congressman whose district the shooting happened in in Nashville. And it's a picture for his I guess this was his Christmas photo. And it's him, his wife, their three kids, and they're all holding assault rifles. So just so we're clear, this is who is representing the district where the school shooting happened yesterday. Somebody who thought it was appropriate for him, his wife and their children to have rifles in their Christmas photo. The obsession with guns is beyond my scope of comprehension. And I I genuinely understand that like, okay, some people want to get money, but with this, I'd be like, what are y'all doing? Why are your kids in this? Like why? This is sick. What is the point of your children having rifles in a Christmas photo? But again, Nails, we see that they would probably feel differently if their children were victims of the same rifles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And until we, I, I hate to say this because it's terrible, but I genuinely don't think any of them are going to like switch side on this until they are at the at the helm of it. I mean, I'm sorry, not the helm, at the brunt of it. That's how these people work. They don't care unless it happens to them. So that is our Let down. right here at the Amanda Seals show. We got more of the Amanda Seals show next. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's Tuesday. You know we like to eat our tacos on Tuesday. <laughs> Shout out to you for being tapped in right here to the Amanda Seals Show on the podcast or on your radio station right now, man. And we love hearing you chime in on these topics, whether we go in the group chat or you hear something on an older episode of the show, 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-A. We're going to go over here to the phones real quick because yesterday's topic was black names in the dating space. This came from the TV show Love is Blind, where Kwame said he was going to change his name because it put him in a specific area. Has anybody ever lied to you and given you a different name on a date? All right, 855-262-6328. Let's go over to the phones. Hi, Amanda. This is Tracy from Philly. I was calling in reference to has anyone ever lied about their name? Yes, it was my baby daddy. He lied to me and gave me his middle name as his first name. And I was a young girl, so... I still stuck with him, but I didn't find out the truth until after I got pregnant by him. And guess what? He did the same thing to his other baby mama. So that seems to be a trend for him. Some men need to get it together. Anyway, love your show. Bye. Well, hear, hear, hear me out, Amanda. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I'm not trying to defend him because he's a guy, but I have a lot of friends that actually go by, well, they go by their middle names as well. Like, he might not do it primarily, but... But you know their real names. Yeah. But you know their real names. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, yeah, she didn't say she knew her. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, I feel like the people I know that are like that will be like, yeah, my middle... Like, I go by my middle name. My real name is da-da-da, but I go by my middle name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like a secret. <laughs> Damn. And, like, do you understand? For So, I bet you she did not know this man's name until there was a birth certificate. Like, that's what it sounds like. Man. That's crazy. It just give you... Like, ooh. I've heard of people lying about their age, but the lying about their name feels weird yeah. to me. Like, to that extent. And then that he did it to someone else. It's just kind of... I don't know. It's kind of shifty to me. Am I bugging? Would you... Okay. Would you all stay with somebody if you found out that their name was not their name? Because that feels real, like, Tinder swindler to me. It feels <laughs> Damn. real Tinder swindler. Wow. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, and all of this came from the show Love is Blind. And it's like, dang, how blind are you trying to make this love? You know what I'm saying? Like, you was thinking about changing your name, too? Lord, Lord. Y'all, always give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, coming up next, the Alphabet Boys podcast exposed an undercover officer at a Black Lives Matter protest. We're going to talk about it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and want to shout out everybody who uh, basically 
has been applying for the Smart Funny and Black Productions residency. Nails, we have over 121 applicants oh, damn. that have signed up to possibly get a spot in our annual residency. Now, if you're wondering what the residency is, basically, it's a program that we do every year where we have four different tracks, graphic art, digital marketing, editing, and comedy writing. And we have our residents work together over the course of eight weeks on projects within that space. They get to network, they get to build their portfolio up, and they get to really just enjoy meeting other folks that have the same interests under the under the banner of Smart Funny and Black Productions. Now, people might be thinking, well, what if I already have a job or what if I'm not in college? Listen, it's open to everyone who simply just has a passion for these spaces and who also wants to work with my brand. And at the end of it, we always, I mean, I, I say always because it's always happened, but we've always hired somebody out of our internship. Right now, my whole staff is made up of folks that I got out of this oh, intern yeah. residency ship. Yes, my whole staff. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it has been a really great way to just meet dope, talented folks. And, and in some cases, Nails, it's been people who were thinking about changing careers and then through doing this, got the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to commit to it. And I think that's what's really been exciting about seeing this, too, and seeing people really find their footing. So if you want to apply, just go to amandaseals.com, and uh, hopefully we will see you when we do the internship in June. All right. Coming up this hour, what do we got for Black Here at News? So the Alphabet Boys podcast, they exposed an undercover officer at Black Lives Matter protests. Wait till you hear this woman's uh, her whole alibi, what she claims she is, and you'll be surprised by it. Also, Jay-Z's net worth, it just jumped double his original network. We'll talk about that coming up this hour as well. Also, I got to tell y'all, I have been really trying to figure out like why I've been kind of just like about performing and I had an epiphany and I'm going to let y'all know the reason why I've been kind of like just, I don't know, like blah, just meh about doing stand-up lately and what I'm going to do to fix it. Also, we got to feature our Black Inventor in our They Did That segment for Women's History Month. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Let's get into some black urid news. Utah. This story really blew my mind uh, because we know that this has been going on for as long as black people have been organizing. So here we are. It continues. Yeah. Shout out to the Alphabet Boys uh, podcast. They actually exposed an undercover officer at a BLM protest. It's a white woman at one of these protests. She turned out to be an undercover officer from Colorado Springs named April Rogers. And with the help of the FBI, she created a fake identity, naming herself Chelsea and pretended to be a sex worker that was disturbed by police brutality. And it was all a lie. And once she infiltrated local groups in Colorado, she started trying to get peaceful black protesters and leaders to just basically commit a bunch of gun crimes, which they thankfully refused. But over and over and over again, she tried to get people to break the law and the Alphabet Boys exposed her on their podcast. So make sure you start looking around and you see that you go to Alphabet Boys. Make sure you look and see when you're out protesting. There are people who are bad apples in our bunches to try and rile us up so we can end up doing some things that would actually get us incriminated. Yeah, it's 
entrapment, by the way. I don't know how this is even legal. It's one thing to, trust me, there's always been operatives who come in and snoop around and then like release to the to the FBI and to their law enforcement agencies, you know, the, the intel that they're finding. It's a whole other thing, though, to entrap folks and to come in and try to lead folks into the way of breaking the law. So it don't just look at white girls. It's everybody that could be on the side of the law. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that. Now, somebody who's also been doing some work and it's showing with the dollars. Let's talk about Jovito. Yeah, Jay-Z is the Michael Jackson or the, the Michael Jordan of this music business thing right here. This man net worth is now over $2 billion. And last week, Forbes adjusted his net worth and they revealed it. You know, it doubled his net worth from last year. And remember, he sold his stake in title. He sold his stake in Duce and his hands in what, art? real estate industries, and he has stakes in Uber too. I just wonder like to what end, like what do you do with that kind of money? I just, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe I don't have like the vision (laughs) that certain (laughs) capitalists have because I'd be like two billion just sounds like just an abundance of bread. And I wonder where it goes. Do you know how much $2 billion is? (laughs) I just I'm just saying like when I consider like my life and like what I am happy with I'm like it 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 is definitely become more elevated as I have gained more dividends but when I really think about two billion dollars I'm like what do you possibly do with that outside of helping folks as much as possible that's generational wealth blue and her twin brothers and sisters they don't have to worry about no money and their grand and her their kids probably don't have to worry about no money for a while either because let's keep in mind Beyonce's worth a lot too <laughs> I mean apparently he's still currently the 1203rd wealthiest person on the planet and he is several pegs down from Bernard Arnault who is CEO of LVMH Moe Hennessy Louis Vuitton and he is certified as the wealthiest person on the planet. Mm. And uh, that is valued at $216.1 billion. Damn. <laughs> now that's what you call wealth. But they're starving children. Yeah. Right. But they're starving yeah. children. Yeah. You understand? It's the, for me, it's like, I don't know how it, how does it work? How does yeah. it work? Anyways, uh, you know, I guess congrats to him. And uh, he's he's taking the bags to another level. And uh, City Boys are up. Yeah, City Boys up. Get your money, black man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. I got to talk to y'all about this epiphany I had about my stand-up shows. So stick it, stick it, stick it, stick it out. What am I talking about? <laughs> stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. 
I'm Amanda Seals. Now, I'll tell y'all it's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I think some of y'all aren't even aware that I am a comedian, but I am. I perform all the time. You know, I'm on here. I tell y'all, I tell y'all, come to my shows at the Laugh Factory, at the Improv, et cetera. And I posted this on my Instagram where I was saying that, you know, it's just been really kind of bummy lately performing because I don't know nails like the world is in such a dark place that I'd be feeling like when I go and do these shows that I don't want to just do lighthearted jokes. And sometimes like you want to do lighthearted jokes, but as of late, it's like I get on stage and I want to just do a Ted talk. And I'm like, why is that? What is going on? But when you do shows at these comedy clubs, you're on the lineup with other people. It's not just like your headline show. So the people Mm -hmm. that come to the shows, you may have a couple of your fans sprinkled in, but for the most part is people that are just coming to see comedy. And that ends up largely being white men. And I realized that I think the reason why I've started to just feel kind of like ho-hum is because I'm not performing in front of my audience. I'm performing in front of white men. And I, and that's one thing, but it's also the fact that like, there's two things that happen. One, they don't get some of the jokes because they don't understand or like have references to black culture. So I have like a whole joke where I reference like Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood and Jason's Lyric. And I know that like Jason's Lyric, they're like, is that like a perfume? Uh, you know, like they don't get that, you know, that and that leaves you hanging as a comic because you know that there are other audiences that when you say this, it's going to be like, ah, the other thing that's happening, though, is that when I stand out there in front of these faces staring at me, I feel compelled to be more of a teacher than a comic. Like, I feel like, oh, you're going to have all these white people in the room at the same time. Then you need to like go home with like make them go home with some knowledge they didn't have before. <laughs> and I know that there's a real capability of me like turning that information into jokes. But in the moment, I'm still in like a workshopping mode and it don't sound like jokes. It just sounds like, <laughs> let me tell y'all about y'all. Okay, <laughs> this whiteness thing, it sounds more Malcolm X. <laughs> uh, Billy, Billy, thank so, you. Billy, thank you. Going out with his homeboys for some cognac and some laughs and they're actually going to get a, <laughs> a whole dissertation. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so and it's like not even fun. It's not even fun because they're not there to learn and, and you weren't even supposed to be there to teach in that way. So it's like everybody's just being held against their own will. So what I want to do is. I want to do like free shows at black owned venue, like black owned businesses in LA. Mm -hmm. And when I say free, I mean like I will be there and perform and work out material and the guests can come and they can uh, patronize the, the space. And that way, it's like I'm getting what I need. The space is getting what they need. The community is getting a, a, a nice t- night out. And I've been talking to some different venues. And so I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen because hey. it's a way for me to get on stage. And even though I'm not going to get paid, maybe I'll pass around like a donation plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even though I'm not going to get any money for the performances, I think it could be just a great way to like reinvigorate just my uh, my real love for comedy, which is performing to empower the people in the fight versus performing to educate the people we're fighting. Damn. So that's it for Black Hero News. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. <laughs> that's it for Black Hero News. Coming up, we got our Women's History Month segment. We're spotlighting a black inventor. Who's it going to be? We'll stick around for they did that on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, we love hearing your calls. I think you noticed by now. I, I want you to, I, I wish you could see Amanda's face when she actually hears you guys call in and say, hey, Amanda, she loves hearing from you. So keep it coming, man. 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA8. This topic right here is a hot button topic. A lot of people chiming in on black names in the dating space in reference to the TV show Love is Blind, where one of the contestants, Kwame, said he was going to lie about his name because his real name puts him in a specific area. Has anybody ever lied to you about their name on a date? 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phones. Hey, Amanda. Um, my name is Lashika. With me, my That's name great. is always misconstrued with Lakeisha. At first, I used to have a problem with it, but then now I don't. Um, I don't care that if, if anybody assumes anything about me when they first read my name before they, you know, get to know me, I people going to assume things about people, you know, anyway, I would never try to change it. I would never try to portray to be, you know, a different name or whatever than I am because my name makes me me. I am who I am because of my name, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. 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 We get what you're saying, LaShika. <laughs> we get what you're saying. I feel like she was just driving one hand. The other hand was like giving a one finger gun. Like, let me tell <laughs> y'all. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Yes. 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 Shout out to LaShika. I just feel the same way. You know, your name is like the first thing that's like your identifier when you come into the world, you know, at least in our culture. So it's really like not a light hearted thing to just be like, yeah, I'm not going by that. This would have been a good time to play a game on who changed their name. I love oh, me a name game. We should play that. Later I love this me a name game. Most Def changes name to Yasin Bey. Um, and Talib. Of course, we know Malcolm X changed his name from Malcolm Little to Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, facts. <laughs> I changed my name. What am I talking about? I changed my yeah. name. Amanda Diva. My name was Amanda Diva. <laughs> yeah. It's on my it's on my college degree and my graduate school degree. Amanda Diva Seals. Wow. Commitment. Commitment. Yes. (laughs) And when I changed my name back nails, people were like, oh, like you have to keep your name. Like that's your brand. If you change your name, like people aren't going to know like where to find you. I changed my name like casually on a Tuesday. Like literally just like one Tuesday, my name on all my social media went from Amanda Diva to Amanda Seals. That's it. (laughs) So there you have it. All right, somebody who may need to change their name is Ticketmaster because they keep getting hit in the head, but mm. they are facing a lawsuit over hefty Drake tour prices, and we're going to get into it right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the show i'm amanda seals here we've been rocking with y'all all day long and uh we got one more hour in the building so make sure you stick around with us this is where you're gonna get your laughs and your facts we got to keep y'all in the know as much as we can and we got to talk about some black year news dj nails so what are the people gonna get into this hour yeah Ticketmaster under fire again well this time it's after some drake tour ticket prices and the always ongoing battle of versus <laughs> lil wayne versus who yeah, we're going to take this poll coming up this hour on the Amanda Seals Show. We've also got the... Big up, big up. Let down. 
So stick around to find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows to keep them on their toes. All right. Remember to stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Set It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show always trying our best to make sure that you are informed in the best of politics and pop culture and more and we got to talk to y'all about these ticket master prices because I know y'all y'all putting up <laughs> dollars putting them up for Beyonce now you're putting them up for Drake but it looks like Ticketmaster may be having to put up some dollars what's going on with them nails yeah they're being sued by a Montreal man who said a Ticketmaster intentionally misled all their consumers for their own financial gain now this man he spent $789.54 on some platinum official seats for a Drake show. And then the next day, they announced a second show and the ticket price for the same seats that he had were $350 less. So in his lawsuit, he claims that the company knew they were adding a a second date and they hid the info away from the consumers so they could squeeze more money out of the fans. That sounds about right. (laughs) That sounds about right. I mean, there's multiple lawsuits going on with them over fraud, price fixing, anti-competitive behavior, among others. It just looks real sketchy. And, you know, Live Nation owns Ticketmaster, so they are also Mm. a part of the Sketchmaster (laughs) 2000 of it all. So we shall see how this plays out. Because remember, they went through this with Taylor Swift, and we haven't seen what the final result of that is either. That being said, what the the lesson learned here is – you know, maybe wait an extra day to get the ticket. But yeah. I know you're like, yeah, but then the seats might be out. I don't know. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But coming up, I want y'all to tell us Lil Wayne versus we have a suggestion for the verses. Okay. Mm. And we want to hear from you guys if you think this one is the right one. Because we've been talking about the Lil Wayne versus who situation for quite some time and I think we found a worthy component. Find out who it is and if you think they would be the one to beat him right here when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals and I'm a big versus fan. Nails, I watched same. a lot of the verses. Maybe not all of them, but I watched a lot of them. Uh, same, same. I watched uh, from the initials all the way up to the, the whole remixed corporate versions that they got coming out now. I don't think I really liked the corporate versions as much. Of course, we all did respect Dipset versus The Locks, okay? Yeah, that was a corporate absolutely. version that I was like, oh, yes, we are here for this. <laughs> but I was there since Babyface versus Teddy Riley, okay? I was there <laughs> Since then. So from the beginning, from the beginning, but you know, Lil Wayne has been asked like, who could he do a versus against? And he has originally said, uh, Jay-Z, right. But Mm -hmm. what's the, what's the take right now? Well, now they're talking about 50 cent. Now I can hear this one right here because, you know, listen to this. Just listen to this. Wayne don't have a get rich or die trying. No, 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 he don't. If we're talking about a versus battle, Right. We're not talking about what we like. We're not talking about what we grew up on. We're not talking about what we listen to. We're in the kitchen cooking. We're talking about 50 Cent. This man is a mainstream monster. Wayne is a cultural mainstream monster. But when we talk about these hits, when we talk about these bodies of work, when we talk about like. Okay, that's enough. That's enough low. That's enough low key. All right. You know, I've been knowing these cats for forever. I can only, I have a limitation of how much low I can take. All right. You know, here's the thing. 
I disagree. And if I saw Lo in person, we would definitely have this agreed this uh, conversation in person. He would always get he would probably get really antsy because that's what Lo does. But ultimately, I think that he's wrong. Because what I do think is, is that both of them have mainstream hits yep. and they also have mixtape hits. Yep. And Please. I think that's Come rare. On, Amanda. Come on, Amanda. Right? Like, Come that's on. rare. Like, I mean, my, like, Wangsta was on a mixtape first. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he had a verse um, that he ended up doing, re- like, 50. I don't think I won't hit you because I'm popular. I got a P90 Ruger to pop at ya. Keep it coming. I'm going to give you what I got for you. My clip loaded Seen shots for you. I got a gun in my waist. Like, come on. Like, that was mixtape raps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, when it was 2002 and 50 hadn't come out yet, y'all, I was running down to the mixtape man, getting the the next Cutmaster C mixtape that I could find. And those wow. became hit records. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Those became hit records like NYPD, LAPD, You Not Like Me. Like all of these records that 50 Cent ended up putting on like an album, they were they were and, absolutely like mixtape records. Lloyd Banks in the house, bad news, 50 Cent in the house. And can I say this? Because you're probably going to say it, but I'm going to say it first. Go ahead. 50 has G-Unit. Lil Wayne had cash money. Boom. Is that what you were about to say? And, and cash money had young money under them, which was the birth of Drake, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> like those names that have ran the hip hop game for the past decade. And then some. And then let's talk about Lil Wayne mixtapes, the dedications, the sorry for the wait mixtapes. Come on now. Like this man has been in the game. He, he got hits, too, from his mixtapes, just like 50 on his mixtapes. You know what I think? Let's make this happen, y'all. Well, I know social media going back and forth. I think this can happen. Yeah. And when he's talking about like Wayne doesn't have hits, I'm like, what? Go (laughs) DJ, Lollipop, uh, Money on My Mind. Um, Got Money. What am I I missing? Uh, Bling, bling. Mrs. Officer. Uh, You know, like the list goes on and on. (laughs) Comfortable with baby face. Wayne has records. Yeah, Wayne has records. Like, get out of here. So that's my thoughts on that. And I would love to hear your thoughts on it. one 855 8 That's one 262 50 Cent versus Lil Wayne. Is this a worthy versus? Do we feel like we have finally found the match? Hit me up. That's it for Black Your News. Coming up, we've got the Big Up Let Down next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Time for us to sign off the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. We've been rocking out all day. If you missed out on anything, make sure to check out wherever you get your podcasts. And also make sure that you check out my podcast, Small Doses. We premiere new episodes every Wednesday. So tomorrow you can check out side effects of therapy. Yeah, yeah. We got Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD, joining us to talk about therapy. I talk about therapy all the time when we finally realized that we hadn't dedicated an entire episode to it. So hopefully you will check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Now, we talked about a lot of topics on the show today. We hit this uh, terrible story about six people dead after a shooting occurred on the uh, Covenant School campus in Nashville, Tennessee. We also covered in the group chat, you know, would you rather... Have two hundred fifty dollars in food stamps, or would you rather have dinner with Soldier Boy? Hey, Draco. Yep. We also talked about the Alphabet Podcast, who exposed an undercover officer at a at Black Lives Matter protest that was trying to get folks 
to commit crimes. Yeah. So we got to talk about that too. And we just want to talk to y'all. So make sure to give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. And you can comment on all of our posts at Seal Said It, wherever you get your social media. What do we got going on tomorrow, Nails? On Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Black Eurit news, plus the big up letdown in the Oklahoma City uh, uh, Senate approved the bill to give state workers six weeks of maternity leave. Plus, Judge Joe Brown denies that he sexually assaulted Cheryl Lee Ralph, even though she didn't even accuse him. That's coming up on tomorrow's show. If you missed any part of the show, make sure you check out the latest Amanda Seals show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcast and stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. All right, y'all, you know the drill. We are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Till tomorrow, stay safe.